O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Wednesday, October 20th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10.17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayera, and it means, And He Appeared. Genesis 19, 21-21-4 He replied, Very well, I will grant you this favor too, and I will not annihilate the town of which you have spoken. Hurry, flee there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Hence the town came to be called Zoar. Zoar. As the sun rose upon the earth, and Lot entered Zoar, Hashem rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah sulfurous fire from God out of heaven. He annihilated those cities, and the entire plain, and all the inhabitants of the cities, and the vegetation of the ground. Lot's wife looked back, and she thereupon turned into a pillar of salt. Next morning Abraham hurried to the place where he had stood before Hashem, and looking down towards Sodom and Gomorrah and all the land of the plain, he saw the smoke of the land rising like the smoke of a kiln. Thus it was that when Hashem destroyed the cities of the plain and annihilated the cities where Lot dwelt, Hashem was mindful of Abraham and removed Lot from the midst of the upheaval. 
Lot went up from Zoar and settled in the hill country with his two daughters, for he was afraid to dwell in Zoar. And he and his two daughters lived in a cave. And the older one said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man on earth to consort with us in the way of all the world. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and let us lie with him, that we may maintain life through our father. That night they made their father drink wine, and the older one went in and lay with her father, and he did not know when she lay down or when she rose. The next day the older one said to the younger, See, I lay with father last night. Let us make him drink wine tonight also, and you go and lie with him, that we may maintain life through our father. That night also they made their father drink wine, and the younger one went and laid with him. He did not know when she lay down or when she rose. Thus the two daughters of Lot came to be with child by their father. The older one bore a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. And the younger also bore a son, and she called him Ben-Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites of today. Abraham journeyed from there to the region of the Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shur. While he was sojourning in Gerar, Abraham said of Sarah his wife, She is my sister. So King Abimelech of Gerar had Sarah brought to him. But Hashem came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, You are to die because of the woman you have taken, for she is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not approached her. He said, O Hashem, will you slay people, even though innocent? He himself said to me, She is my sister. And she also said, He is my brother. When I did this, my heart was blameless and my hands were clean. And Hashem said to him in the dream, I knew that you did this with a blameless heart, and so I kept you from sinning against me. That was why I did not let you touch her. Therefore, restore the man's wife. Since he is a Navi, he will intercede for you to save your life. If you fail to restore her, know that you shall die, you and all that are yours. Early next morning, Abimelech called his servants and told them all that had happened, and the men were greatly frightened. Then Abimelech summoned Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? What wrong have I done? that you should bring so great a guilt upon me and my kingdom. You have done to me things that ought not to be done. What then, Abimelech demanded of Abraham, was your purpose in doing this thing? I thought, said Abraham, surely there is no fear of Hashem in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she is in truth my sister, my father's daughter, though not my mother's, and she became my wife. So when Hashem made me wander from my father's house, I said to her, Let this be the kindness that you shall do to me. Whatever place we come to, say there of me, He is my brother. Abimelech took sheep and oxen and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham, and he restored his wife Sarah to him. And Abimelech said, Here, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. And to Sarah he said, I herewith give your brother a thousand pieces of silver. This will serve you 
as vindication before all who are with you, and you are cleared before everyone. Abraham then prayed to Hashem, and Hashem healed Abimelech and his wife and his slave girls, so that they bore children. For Hashem had closed fast every womb of the household of Abimelech because of Sarah, the wife of Abraham. Hashem took note of Sarah as he had promised, and Hashem did for Sarah as he had spoken. Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the set time of which Hashem had spoken. Abraham gave his newborn son, whom Sarah had borne him, the name of Isaac. And when his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as Hashem had commanded him. Jeremiah 35.1-36.32 The word which came to Jeremiah from Hashem in the days of King Jehoiakim, son of Josiah of Judah, Go to the house of the Rechabites and speak to them, and bring them to the house of Hashem, to one of the chambers, and give them wine to drink. So I took Jazaniah, son of Jeremiah, son of Habaz, Habazaniah and his brothers, all his sons, and the whole household of the Rechabites. And I brought them to the house of Hashem, to the chamber of the sons of Hanan, son of Igladiah, the man of Hashem, which is next to the chamber of the officials, and above the chamber of Messiah, son of Shalom, the guardian of the threshold. I set bowls full of wine and cups before the men of the house of the Rechabites, and said to them, Have some wine. They replied, We will not drink wine, for our ancestor Jonadah, son of Rechab, commanded us, You shall never drink wine, either you or your children. Nor shall you build houses, or sow fields, or plant vineyards. Nor shall you own such things. But you shall live in tents all your days, so that you may live long upon the land where you sojourn. And we have obeyed our ancestor Jonadah, son of Rechab, in all that he commanded us. We never drink wine, neither we nor our wives nor our sons and daughters. Nor do we build houses to live in, and we do not own vineyards or fields for sowing. But we live in tents. We have obeyed and done all that our ancestor Jonadah commanded us. But when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon invaded the country, we said, Come, Let us go into Jerusalem because of the army of the Chaldeans and the army of Aram. And so we are living in Jerusalem. Then the word of Hashem came to Jeremiah. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth, the God of Israel, Go say to the men of Yehudah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, You can learn a lesson here about obeying my commands, declares Hashem. The commands of Jonadab, son of Rechab, have been fulfilled. He charged his children not to drink wine, and to this day they have not drunk, in obedience to the charge of their ancestor. But I spoke to you persistently, and you did not listen to me. I persistently sent you all my servants, the Nevi'im, to say, Turn back, every one of you, from your wicked ways and mend your deeds. Do not follow other gods or serve them. Then you may remain on the land that I gave to you and your fathers. But you did not give ear or listen to me. 
The family of Jonadab, son of Rechab, have indeed fulfilled the charge which their ancestor gave them. But this people has not listened to me. Assuredly, thus said Hashem, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I am going to bring upon Yehudah and upon all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the disaster with which I have threatened them. For I spoke to them, but they would not listen. I called to them, but they would not respond. And to the family of the Rechabites, Jeremiah said, Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Because you have obeyed the charge of your ancestor Jonadah, and kept all his commandments, and done all that he enjoined upon you. Assuredly, thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, there shall never cease to be a man of the line of Jonadah, son of Rechab, standing before me. In the fourth year of King Jehoiakim, son of Josiah of Yehudah, this word came to Jeremiah from Hashem. Get a scroll and write upon it all the words that I have spoken to you concerning Israel and Yehudah and all the nations. From the time I first spoke to you in the days of Josiah to this day, perhaps when the house of Judah hears of all the disasters I intend to bring upon them, they will turn back from their wicked ways and I will pardon their iniquity and their sin. So Jeremiah called Baruch son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote down in the scroll at Jeremiah's dictation all the words which Hashem had spoken to him. Jeremiah instructed Baruch, I am in hiding, I cannot go to the house of Hashem. But you go and read aloud the words of Hashem from the scroll which you wrote at my dictation to all the people in the house of Hashem on a fast day. Thus you will also be reading them to all the Judeans who come in from the towns. Perhaps their entreaty will be accepted by Hashem if they turn back from their wicked ways. For great is the anger and wrath with which Hashem has threatened this people. Baruch, son of Neriah, did just as Navi Jeremiah had instructed him about reading the words of Hashem from the scroll in the house of Hashem. In the ninth month of the fifth year of King Jehoiakim, son of Josiah of Yehudah, all the people in Jerusalem and all the people coming from Yehudah proclaimed a fast before Hashem in Jerusalem. It was then that Baruch, in the chamber of Gemariah, son of Shaphan the scribe, in the upper court, near the new gateway of the house of Hashem, read the words of Jeremiah from the scroll to all the people in the house of Hashem. Akaihu, son of Gemariah, son of Shaphan, heard all the words of Hashem read from the scroll. And he went down to the king's palace to the chamber of the scribe. There he found all the officials in session, Elishama the scribe, Deliah son of Shemaiah, Elnathan son of Akbor, Gemariah son of Shaphan, Zedekiah son of Shenanya, all the other officials. And Micaiah told them all that he had heard as Baruch read from the scroll in the hearing of the people. Then all the officials sent Yehudi son of Nethaniah, son of Shelemiah, son of Cushi, to say to Baruch, Take that scroll from which you read to the people and come along. And Baruch took the scroll and came to them. They said, Sit down and read it to us. 
and Baruch read it to them. When they heard all these words, they turned to each other in fear, and they said to Baruch, We must report all this to the king. And they questioned Baruch further, Tell us how you wrote down all these words that he spoke. He answered them, He himself recited all those words to me, and I would write them down in the scroll, in ink. The official said to Baruch, Go into hiding, you and Jeremiah. Let no man know where you are. And they went to the king and the court after leaving the scroll in the chamber of the scribe Elishama. And they reported all these things to the king. The king sent Yehudi to get the scroll, and he fetched it from the chamber of the scribe Elishama. Yehudi read it to the king and to all the officials who were in attendance on the king. Since it was in the ninth month, the king was sitting in the winter house with the fire burning in the brazier before him. And every time Yehudi read three or four columns, the king would cut it up with a scribe's knife and throw it into the fire in the brazier until the entire scroll was consumed by the fire in the brazier. Yet the king and all his courtiers who heard all these words showed no fear and did not tear their garments. Moreover, Elnathan, Deliah, and Gamariah begged the king not to burn the scroll, but he would not listen to them. The king ordered Jeremiel, the king's son, and Sariah, son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, son of Abdiel, to arrest the scribe Baruch and the Navi Jeremiah, but Hashem hid them. The word of Hashem came to Jeremiah after the king had burned the scroll containing the words that Baruch had written at Jeremiah's dictation. Get yourself another scroll and write upon it the same words that were in the first scroll that was burned by King Jehoiakim of Yehuda. And concerning King Jehoiakim of Yehuda, you shall say, Thus said Hashem, You burned that scroll, saying, How dare you write it? in it that the king of Babylon will come and destroy this land and cause man and beast to cease from it. Assuredly, thus said Hashem concerning King Jehoiakim of Yehuda, He shall not have any of his line sitting on the throne of David, and his own corpse shall be left exposed to the heat by day and the cold by night. And I will punish him and his offspring and his courtiers for their iniquity. I will bring on them and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem and on all the men of Yehuda, all the disasters of which I have warned them, but they would not listen. So Jeremiah got another scroll and gave it to the scribe Baruch son of Neriah, and at Jeremiah's dictation he wrote in it the whole text of the scroll that King Jehoiakim of Yehuda had burned, and more of the like was added. 1 Timothy 5, 1-25 Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters with all purity. Honor widows that are widows indeed. But if any widow have children or nephews, let them earn first to show piety at home and to requite their parents, for that is good and acceptable before God. 
Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusts in God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she that lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. And these things give in charge, that they may be blameless. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Let not a widow be taken into the number under threescore years old, having been the wife of one man, well reported of for good works. If she has brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has relieved the afflicted, if she has diligently followed every good work. But the younger widows refuse, for when they have begun to wax wanton against Yeshua, they will marry, having damnation, because they have cast off their first faith. And withal they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also, and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give no occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. For some are already turned aside after Satan. If any man or woman that believes have widows, let them relieve them, and let not the church be charged that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle the ox that treads out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses, them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, and the elect angels, that you observe these things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep yourself pure. Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for your stomach's sake, and often your infirmities. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment, and some men they follow after. Likewise also, the good works of some are manifest beforehand, and they that are otherwise cannot be hidden. Psalm 89, 14-37 Justice and judgment are the habitation of your throne. Mercy and truth shall go before your face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name shall they rejoice all the day, and in your righteousness shall they be exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, and in your favor our horns shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Then you have spoken in vision to your Holy One, and said, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established. My arm also shall strengthen him. 
the enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. And I will beat down his foes before his face, and plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his hand also in the sea, and his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Also I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my Torah, and walk not in my judgments, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgression with the rod, and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David, his seed shall endure for ever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established for ever as the moon, and as a faithful witness in heaven. Selah. Proverbs 25, 25-27 As cold water is to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. A righteous man falling down before the wicked is as a troubled fountain and a corrupt spring. It is not good to eat much honey, so for men to search their own glory is not glory. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Genesis chapter 19 and 20, and then we're going to jump into Jeremiah. And I want to zoom in on what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. And in verse 24 of chapter 19, it is written, Hashem rained down upon Sodom and Gomorrah sulfurous fire from Hashem out of heaven. He annihilated those cities and the entire plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and the vegetation of the ground. Let's just stop there and let's go back to this very important principle that I've spoken to you about many times, and that is that biblical history is prophecy. These events that we read of literally happened historically, but they are also a prophetic blueprint for the final end of days generation that um, God is prophesying to us through these events that are spoken of in Genesis about the end of days. And we know that this particular event of Sodom and Gomorrah and the raining down of fire, sulfur from heaven, is literally connected to the end of days through Yeshua's words. And in Yeshua's words in the book of Luke, chapter 17, we'll start in verse 26. Yeshua is speaking. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, 
and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day he who is on the housetop, and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away, and likewise the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. What is Yeshua speaking to us about there? What does he want us to know and understand about Lot's wife? Let's go back to Genesis chapter 19, verse 26. Lot's wife looked back, and she thereupon turned into a pillar of salt. Now, why did she look back? Let's just think about that. Her daughters came out with her, but her son-in-laws did not. And perhaps she had other friends and family. Perhaps there were nieces or nephews or grandchildren or sisters, brothers, friends. And all the goods that she had acquired, her home, her house, and everything within the house. And so she's looking back to a lifestyle that she's leaving behind, fleeing for her life, going to go live in the wilderness, fleeing with perhaps only the clothes on her back. And she looked back like her heart was still there in Sodom and Gomorrah. And she turned to a pillar of salt. Let's also take a look at this. There was a moment in time when it was time to flee. And the angels came to warn Lot and to tell him, you got to leave right now. It's time to go. And in the end, the angel literally picked him up by the scruff of the neck, so to speak, and took him out because Lot didn't willingly go. He, In God's mercy, these angels grabbed him and removed him out of the place. Likewise, in the end of days, there's going to be some kind of a moment in time where a cataclysmic event happens, some kind of a major judgment coming from God where he's going to be dealing with Sodom and Gomorrah, the nation, not the city, but the nation. And it's going to be time to flee. And when it's time to flee, we're not to look back. And in fact, Yeshua in Luke chapter 17 even warns it in that day, verse 31, he who is on the rooftop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. Likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. He's saying, don't go back downstairs and grab all of your belongings and your material goods. Just immediately flee. So maybe Lot or Lot's wife was looking back at what she was leaving behind and was thinking about, well, maybe I can go back and grab some of my stuff. So this event will be repeated on a much grander scale at, a, uh, at the point when the Son of Man returns, when Yeshua comes back. There's a time when it's going to be time to flee. And we want to remember Lot's wife. And when it's time to flee, do not look back. Now I want to jump into Jeremiah chapter 
35. And in this chapter, let's look at verse 2. Go to the house of the Rechabites and speak to them and bring them to the house of Hashem to one of the chambers and give them wine to drink. Jeremiah wishes to demonstrate the meaning of true fidelity and loyalty. He brings the tribe of the Rechabites, the descendants of Jethro, into the Beit Hamikdash, the temple, and offers them wine. They refuse, explaining that they live by a set of laws passed down from generation to generation, including prohibitions against planting vineyards or drinking wine. Their loyal behavior offers a subtle rebuke to the wayward people of Israel. Continuing on, in verse chapter 35, verse 17, it is written, Assuredly, thus said Hashem, the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Savayot, the God of Israel, I am going to bring upon Judah and upon all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the disaster with which I have threatened them. For I spoke to them, but they would not listen. I called to them, but they would not respond. So, had they listened, and had they responded, and had they repented, these disasters could very well have been averted. And there's another verse that's connected to this one in chapter 36, verse 3, where it is written, Perhaps when the house of Judah hear of all the disasters I intend to bring upon them, they will turn back from their wicked ways, and I will pardon their iniquity and their sin. So this reveals much. The purpose of judgment is always to bring people to repentance, to bring them out of their sin and to help them to realign and to return to the God of Israel. That's the purpose, whether it's a judgment upon an individual or upon a people and a nation. That's the purpose. And so does God change his mind? Yes. Think about the story of Jonah. Jonah was told by God to go to Nineveh and to preach to them repentance for all of their iniquities and their sin. Initially, Jonah runs away and he gets swallowed by a big fish and then spewed up on the shores. And then he finally obeys God. And guess what? The people hear his words and they do repent. And God changes his mind and he does not judge Nineveh. So God can change his mind regarding judgment, when a people will humble themselves and will repent. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.
वयसे लेखा लेखा The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.